It's a, we're kind of in a a sports abyss, right? Not abyss. No, what's, not, no, not abyss. Uh, what's the opposite windfall. of abyss? A windfall. It's a sports win. It's, a windfall. Cri- it's Christmas come early. You got go for basketball, Wolves. You got Vikings relevant. You know, your Wilds still play hockey. And uh, the Twins. <laughs> yeah, thanks a lot. Off-season rumors. Derek Wetmore is in here from 1500ESPN.com and the Touch Em All Twins podcast. Uh, Judd, off the air, you gave us a little nugget, a report. Let's throw this out and let uh, let Derek react and let's kick this stuff around. This is rumor season, baby. Yes, this comes from a baseball notebook authored by Joel Sherman of the New York Post uh, that says uh, Barrios, Gibson, and Santana are the only starters uh, for the Twins assured of jobs next year. And Levine corroborated what John Heyman of Fan Rag first reported that the team is open-minded about even the top of the starting market. He did not mention names, Derek, but that includes, of course, Hugh Darvish, Arietta, and Alex Cobb. Quote, our conversations with uh, Jim Pollett and the Pollett family is they, they expect us to let them know the expected cost for free agents and not in one specific tier, Thad Levine told the Post. We are going to be surveying the entire free agent market. Right. That is the latest. Good for them. They should be. I think that the Twins need to be at least considering the thought that you're going to spend big money on a starting pitcher. This winter, I don't think necessarily you go for that top of the market. I think you Darvish is going to be awfully expensive. Um, but I said in the past, Phil, you and I talked a couple of weeks ago, even still during the postseason run, that the Twins should be in on guys like Wade Davis this offseason. And if you're in on guys like that, you should also be at least monitoring the price tag of the starting market because you'd kind of mention there in that Joel Sherman piece, he talks about Boreos and Santana and Gibson. Each one of those guys comes with their own question marks, but I think you could count on those guys to be 60% of the rotation. After that, then what? It's it's question mark, question mark, question mark, question mark Is for the Phil Twins. Is Phil Hughes like still a, a thing? That, Huge he, question he's mark. Under, he's under contract. Of course he's under contract. He's got through 2019, which I think is going to become a problem for the what, Twins. What do, they, do they view him as a starter? Do we even know? Well, so... Just to pull back Couldn't a little bit. Couldn't he be a reliever? I mean, he was in New York a number of years ago. Yeah, but he's a different pitcher now. I think the Phil Hughes thing is going to get weird because you've got to figure out if the stuff comes back. And I think we'll figure that out as early as maybe March, April, right? Spring training. you got to hope that it does if you're the Twins because if the stuff isn't there so he can't be a starter, why would you put him in the bullpen? He'd just sort of be an extra arm. Like, it. Yeah. At that point, he's not one of your 12 best pitchers. Is, is well, there insurance on a contract like that where if he's just done, he's done? Well, I, I mean, there's insurance on contracts. I don't yeah. know if they have insurance on I don't on know that specifically contract. on that one. It's too to bad that Phil Hughes forced the Twins against their will to extend him one year into a three-year reasonable contract. I don't blame, the guy. I don't blame You know what I like? That. I like the fact that, true or not, the Twins yeah. now, now have uh, baseball executives who come out and instead of saying, well, you know how we do business, right? And we're, we're waiting for two months, and, we and we'll all, see who falls we, into our price range. And we all knew it was going to be boring. I like the fact that telling the truth or yeah. not, you start the 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 process thinking well, they might do something. And here's the thing: I think they might be telling the truth. Here's sure. why: they look at a depth of starting pitching. I know this for a fact that Derek Falvey glances at the forty man roster and the depth beyond that in the organization. And doesn't look like we do. I, I tend to do this, Judd, Phil, you and I have talked about this in the past. Five starters, seven relievers, and your starting position player. All the, Derek Falvey's probably looking at like 50 pitchers and like, okay, in order, who are our 50 best pitchers? Now, maybe that's a little bit of an exaggeration, but I promise they're not looking at just five names and saying, yeah, that's probably our starting rotation. I, I would venture to guess they're looking at as many as 9, 10, 11, 12 and starting to fill out the depth behind that is important. But 
maybe more important as you come to that cusp of contention as the Twins did last year, the top end of that depth. And and that, for me, is still questionable. That's why I think you could reasonably see them spending money. Like I said, I don't know if it's the 25 or $30 million to get a U Darvish, but is Alex Cobb out of reach? Is Lance Lynn? No, those I, guys. Lance Lynn, uh, MLB Trade Rumors has Lance Lynn at like four years, $48 million or something. That's He's reason. a very good starting pitcher. And then I'd go even further. I had my list of uh, the five thoughts, five starting pitchers that I was targeting. It's those four guys that I think are kind of consensus top available on the free agent market. After that, interesting name, CC Sabathia was my number five. <laughs> It's a one-year, two-year deal. He's proven to be effective despite diminished stuff the past couple of seasons. I'm curious to see where the Twins go, but I think I'd be more surprised if they didn't spend money on starting pitching than if they did this winter. Sabathia would be... so. If, I thought you might like that one. Yeah, I was going to say, that intrigues me in a weird way. So if you do that, though, where where does he slot in? Because, I mean, clearly if you get a, yeah. a Lance Lynn or a Cobb, you're thinking top-end guy. I mean, is Sabathia just sort of a, He's a nice or four. filler type of guy? Yeah, I mean, I don't get hung that up intrig- on... That intrigues me, but in sort of a funny way. I think we we tend to go into the winter and think like, okay, who's their one, who's their two? Sure. Who's, Definitely. That's not the way I think about it. Get eight starters who you could reasonably trust to go through the season. I mean, if one of those is Steven Gonsalves, fine. Mm-hmm. But I don't think you go in and say, like, well, Gonsalves had a good year last year, and he's going to take a step forward, so he's your three. And uh, Barrios is your two. And say, I, I don't look at it in terms of numbers. Just load the deck with starting pitching. Somebody's going to get hurt in spring training. Somebody's going to get hurt in May. Somebody's going to underperform your expectations, and someone's going to overperform. Those four things are going to happen in the next 12 months. Just be ready for that contingency. Be ready uh, whether it's adding uh, an arm on the free agent market, whether it's developing a guy who's already in your system, trading for somebody who's under team control. I think that the Twins are going to approach not only the top end, but also sort of their pitching staff depth this winter. Uh, let's go just a quick yay or nay and uh, like a sentence or two thought on the MLB trade rumors, financial projections. If you were the Twins and this is the player and this is the the number in terms of years sure. and money, just, we'll go around the room with some okay. of these just for fun, okay? So you're Derek Falvey and Thad Levine, and you uh, Darvish is the target, and it's $160 million over six years. $160 million over six years. Yes or no, and, and your thoughts? Nay, because I, I don't think you're ready to win a World Series next year. I think Darvish is going to get too much heat for his poor World Series performance, but that's still, that's a lot of money. Too rich for my Well, blood. if you're ready to win a World Series, you probably don't want to sign Darvish because he'll derail that for you once you get there. <laughs> in the World Series. Uh, <laughs> See, case in point. I said he would get too much heat for it. He just did. No, because the term is too much. I'm not going to take on six years. Six years is a long time. Not not right now, no. And, and it's just to be clear, and then you can go on to your next year or nay. You're signing that guy hoping that he gives you two or three good years yes. on a six-year contract, knowing that you're flushing the back-end money down the toilet. Yeah, I'm going to say no for the same reasons you guys are. I don't I don't mind spending 20 or $30 million per year on the right player, but six years for a pitcher who's kind of regressed the last couple of years, even in the regular season, he's not the same guy he was three years ago. I'm going to say no on that. Uh, how about, let's go to Jake Arrieta, four years, uh, he's 32, four years, $100 million. $25 million a year. I'm also a no on this one. I'm not convinced he's the Arietta we saw in 2015 when he posted a microscopic ERA and won the NL Cy Young. I think he's just taking a little step back, and that little step back to me not looking to commit $25 million a year. Where is he at health-wise, too? 
Because I, I know he's had some he missed, problems. Yeah, he missed some time. I want to say it was it he wasn't like, like elbow. Or I was going to say hamstring yeah. or something right, well, late last season. So no big deal. Really. No, no, I I would not do that one. I, yeah, he's uh, he's regressed as well. I if you were getting the guy from a couple years ago, I'd go six one hundred sixty for that guy. Yeah. And, but then like now you'd be stuck two years into it and you you'd be overpaying. So I'm going to say no on that because and I'll leave this one off. Lance Lynn four years. $56 million now, according to MLB trade rumors. They've kind of tweaked these. And or Alex Cobb, four years, 48. So in that four-year, $50 million range, I'm a yes on Lance Lynn. I'm a maybe on Alex Cobb. Really? I think Lance Lynn's a better pitcher than Alex Cobb. I disagree with you. But it's kind of splitting hairs. Yeah. I think they're both very good, and they would upgrade your rotation. So I'm a yes on Alex Cobb, maybe on Lance Lynn. And if they're the same term, years, fine. I, I actually have really started to take a liking to Alex Cobb this winter. The more I've dug in his story and his surgery and his recovery from that, the fact that he's basically a new pitcher now, he's adapted to what his arm and elbow will allow him to do and still found success, I think that's a really encouraging sign from Alex Cobb. And frankly, I think you'd slot him in as sort of that like number two guy in the Irvin Santana role. So maybe you know, optimistically projecting, if you sign a guy like Cobb, Jose Barrios is your opening day starter, or right. for all intents and purposes, your ace by the end of the season. Right, and then you've got Cobb two, Santana three. That's a that's an interesting way to start a major league rotation. And one thing to add here on those guys, they both missed at least a full season because of an injury, well, and they yep. both had their one full season back last year, so yep. they're discounted based on a recent injury. Some of these guys you might be paying a lot for, like an Arietta or a U Darvish. Those guys are full price with an injury maybe on the horizon. You know why are, are you more Lance Linfield? Let's talk more about that when we come back. Because we're up against the clock. We'll do. We'll, we'll keep playing this game. The free agent. Would you or would you not game? Derek Wetmore is with us from uh, as Judd laughs like a twelve year old at that line from the Touch Them All uh, Twins did, podcast. Sorry. Mackie and Judd. Here's what you may have missed on a recent Scoop podcast with Doogie. Many in the industry tell me the sense is the Twins are willing to spend on a free agent reliever or give up a good prospect or two for a good reliever. The belief within the industry also is the Twins are chasing a front rotation type guy. So whether that's Jake Arrieta, you Darvish, I know they've actually made contact already on Lance Lynn, Alex Cobb is on their radar, those guys. The GM meetings are next week. All the agents will be there in Orlando. So that's when things will pick up at least a bit in terms of signings, probably late in the month or at the winter meetings in December back in Orlando. But I can just tell you the Twins are being pretty aggressive, at least in showing interest, on a number of pitchers. You can find the Scoop podcast on the 1500ESPN.com podcast page or on iTunes or really wherever you get your podcasts. Few minutes left. Let's let's keep this game alive here, though. The MLBTradeRumors.com. Here are the players. Here are the projected dollar figures in free agency. Are you in? Are you out? If you're running the Twins and and Judd, you asked about uh, Lance Lynn versus Alex Cobb. Yeah, I said, why do you like Lance Lynn a so, little bit more? They're both very similar in that they were both like kind of number two, number three starters for uh, for respectable organizations. Rays and uh, and Alex uh, Alex Cobb, Rays and Lance Lynn with the uh, Cardinals. They're both 30 years old. They both missed a full season either a year or two years ago with arm injuries. And um, they both had nice bounce back seasons. They're both going to make about the same amount of money probably in free agency. Mm -hmm. I'm splitting hairs here. I would be fine with either one of these guys in a Twins uniform. Lance Lynn misses more bats. Higher swinging strike rate. 
at least the last couple seasons, but it's tough to go back before the surgery and, and find out. And Lance Lynn's home run rate spiked more than double what it was before the injury. I think that comes back to earth. Okay. I don't think, I, I think the reason why some of his numbers were a little higher, like ERA was higher than normal, uh, his fielding independent pitching, some of the peripheral things, his home run rate absolutely spiked. And I just don't think that's representative of who he's going to be when he settles back in two years removed from surgery. But again, like, if the Twins signed Alex Cobb, I, right. barring it being a seven-year contract or something ludicrous, mm-hmm. um, I would praise them. So, Derek, your thoughts? Yeah, I don't actually think it's splitting hairs. We don't agree on this. I think Cobb is just demonstrably a better pitcher than Lance Lynn the last couple of years. And to your point on surgery, I think that it's dangerous for us to look back at either guy, what he was before he went under the knife. Because once you get the surgery, you're just you're different. You, you either have a different arsenal or you don't get back the same velocity in some cases you do in some cases it's better but to compare stats for you know pre-surgery and post-surgery I think it's way more informative to figure out who they were after they came back from the surgery and I think Alex Cobb was a better pitcher um I think that they tried to be kind of the same guy strike out league average rate whatever and then get some ground balls I just think Cobb accomplishes that better if they're for a similar price tag I take him 10 times out of 10 but that's the that's the uh, elephant in the room here. We're just talking about MLB trade rumor projections. We have no idea what the final contract's actually right. going to look like. All right, what about Wade Davis? Four years, $60 million. Wade Davis is 32 years old. In a heartbeat. I would sign Wade Davis for four years and $60 million. I think he's going to command more than that on the open market this year. He'll be 32, I think, this spring, I want to say. And he's been basically that lights-out end-of-the-bullpen closer for years now. And... We've seen the past couple of seasons World Series winners rely on that kind of pitcher. I I think he makes your whole bullpen better. I think he makes you a legitimate force in October. Mm -hmm. I think both of those things are something the Twins should be looking for. So if it's really only 4-60, and I'm in. Can I I get the list of potential closers that that you were going to give out? Sure, I'll give you a a couple options here. So uh, Wade Davis, for for the record, I'm in for $60 million over four years. I'm in on Wade Davis. Yep. The age makes me hesitate a little bit, but you're going to get, for sure, two lights-out seasons, I think, from him. And it's worth noting, since converting to back end of the bullpen uh, from a a kind of a failed starter with Kansas City, the last four years, a 1.45 earned run average and 12 strikeouts per nine. Just a complete... Dominant lights out reliever. He's in the same conversation as guys like Kenley Jansen and Aroldis Chapman. There aren't very many of those guys in baseball. Yep. Uh, Greg Holland, who had a bounce back year after Tommy John surgery, had one really bad month in the second half. Colorado last year, right? Yep. Yeah, because he did four years, fifty million dollars projected. All right. And let me see. I'll I'll throw you a little. uh, I'll throw you like an Addison Reed, four years, thirty six million dollars. Someone in that range. I, You know what? I would actually, if I am going to uh, spend a lot and pursue two guys, I, I would be much more tempted to go Davis and Reed as my pursuits, both of them. Than a starter. Than a starter. Yes. yes. Would you, Derek, would you go, would you load up, let's say you get to spend on two pitchers, and let's just take you Darvish off the board. Sure. So, so two pitch, you uh, Darvish and Jake Arrieta off the board. So we're talking like okay. Alex Cobb, Lance Lynn, Wade Davis, Greg Holland, and then the Addison Reeds. There's like okay. five of them. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Brian Shaw. Would you go two relievers? Would you go starter, starter, reliever? Well, I guess you have to go reliever with one of them. Yeah, I'd go starter, reliever if I'm the Twins. And there's two reasons. One, 
it just it makes some financial sense that if you're out of the bidding of a guy like Darvish and Arietta, you can afford that next tier. So go after it. And then I also think contenders know they have to spend on a bullpen. Like you're not just going to get lucky every year and have eight relievers who cost you five hundred thousand dollars and are just having career years. It's an awesome scenario if that happens, but right. it's pretty rare. All the contenders know that you probably have to spend on top-end bullpen. So if you're giving me a choice of two guys, that's, like, reasonable. I would go for Wade Davis and Alex Cobb, and I think the Twins could actually get that done. I think if they were to walk away this winter with Alex Cobb and Wade Davis for, like, $100 million on combined on multi-year deals, that would be a standing ovation offseason yeah. for the Twins. Four years apiece. A playoff the- rotation starter and a lights-out back-of-the-bullpen yeah. guy. Like, that would be standing ovation, best offseason in Twins history. Yeah, I think just because Not of where they are. Not that there's much competition for well, that, Just but. because of where they are. <laughs> yeah. They're now on the cusp, on the this sort of upswing, and I the think... The precipice, as we like to say. Yeah, the precipice of contention. The mm-hmm. precipice of World Series consideration. Yeah, legitimate playoff. So go ahead and spend. Run. Now, you, you know, last winter, I didn't blame them at all. Let it play out. Let's see how this thing goes. I, I told you guys 2017 was a learning year. Well, in 2017, you learned that your young core of position players is ready to go. So now you go supplement it. Now I think you have to be aggressive. And if, the you're, twins. and if you're a Twins fan, this is great because this is the opportunity now for the first time to see what these guys are going to yep. do. Yep. And they very well could spend. And and we get to keep using the word precipice. Every time That's I come really on the, your guys' show, benefit, we're going to say yeah. precipice. The Vikings are on the precipice of Super Bowl contention. Yeah, you're right. Are they on the precipice? Uh, we're on the precipice of recording another Touch em All podcast sometime That's in right. the next couple of days. So if you haven't subscribed to that or checked it out, you can find it on the new 1500 ESPN app.